Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesale and Electrical Marketing. It's the September 27th edition of the Today's Electrical Economy Podcast, sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. Champion began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit fittings in 1988, and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. In today's broadcast, give you an idea of the national construction outlook and we'll be exploring some new data on the local metropolitan areas with the most construction growth when measured by total construction, non-residential construction, and residential construction. That's coming to us from our friends over at Dodge Data and Analytics. As always, we'll review some of the key weekly economic indicators that will give you a sense of where the electrical economy may be headed in the coming weeks. There are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for once again sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy series of podcasts. We're delighted to be working with Champion again this year. For the week ending September 18th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial unemployment claims was 351,000. That's an increase of 16,000 from the previous week's revised level. The previous week's level was revised up by 3,000 from the 332,000 to 335,000. In August, the unemployment rate declined by 0.2% to 5.2% according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. According to the most recent data available, the states that had the biggest decreases in initial unemployment claims for the week ending September 18th were Louisiana with a decrease of 7,308. New York had a decrease of 2,945. Missouri saw a decrease of 1,839. Oklahoma came in at 1,592 fewer unemployment claims. Georgia had 1,312 fewer claims. Texas had 1,164 fewer claims. And New Mexico had 1,047 fewer claims. On the flip side, there were 10 states that had increases in their unemployment claims of at least 1,000 workers for the week ending September 18th. They were California with an increase of 24,221 claims. Virginia, with an increase of 12,879 claims. Ohio came in at 3,482 more claims. Oregon also over 3,000 with 3,331 more claims. North Carolina had an increase of 2,900 more claims. Massachusetts was up 1,708 claims. Arizona was up 1,693 claims. Kentucky up 1,655 claims. Maryland was up 1,587 claims. Hawaii came in at 1,536 more claims than the week before, and Wisconsin had 1,200 more unemployment claims. One of the more interesting leading economic indicators for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, which publishes this data weekly. For the week ending September 18th, total U.S. weekly rail traffic was 505,622 carloads and intermodal units. That's down 3.1% compared with the same week last year. Total U.S. traffic for the first 37 weeks of 2021 was 18,794,185 carloads and intermodal units. That's an increase of 9.6% compared to the last year. We're starting to hear from the folks in the, studying the rail industry that the supply chain disruptions are starting to affect freight car traffic. That'll be interesting to look at as, we, as the, the delays work their way through the system. When you look at the data by product category, Metallic ores and minerals were up 27.9% year-over-year through the third week of September. Coal was also up double digits at 
Only two categories are showing declines year over year, petroleum and petroleum products at minus 3.6% and non-metallic minerals, which had an almost imperceptible 0.1% decline. If you track the oil market, you might be familiar with the Baker Hughes rig count, which tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. The data is available by state, basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. This slide gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It really gives you a sense of just how many of the large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. No real big surprises in the rig count data again. Very small changes week over week. Permian Basin came in again as the largest by far. It's got almost 50% of the total rig activity, and an increase year to year is 260 more drilling rigs. Eagle Ford, another big play in Texas, was the second most in their change year over year, with 25, 25 more rigs operating. Prices for WTI crude oil futures made a pretty solid move over the past week, and the increase for November contractors came up to over $75 this morning, on, which is Monday the 27th. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper because it's a leading economic indicator for future expansion since copper is used in so many industries. Construction industry is among the leading markets because of its use in wire and cable and copper plumbing pipe. Economists continue to watch copper prices closely because of the inflationary pressures the economy is suffering from right now. Over the past week or two, copper prices have re remained in at $4.20 per pound range for spot prices. It's a healthy level historically, and as you can see on the chart, early in the year they started out about 2.75%. They didn't make the move over $4 till the uh, second quarter of this year. Hearing an awful lot of talk these days about supply chain disruptions, and specifically the issues with the dozens of cargo ships waiting at anchor waiting to be unloaded off the coast of Los Angeles and Long Beach. According to a report of Los Angeles press release, both ports will expand the hours during which trucks can pick up and return containers. They're also going to be working with the longshoremen to be working additional hours so that those containers can be unloaded more quickly. Mario Cordero, the executive director of the Port of Long Beach, said in the, that they will be taking the first step toward a 24-7 supply chain by maximizing nighttime operations. Port of Los Angeles executive director Gene Sirocco announced that the Port of Los Angeles will expand weekend operating gate hours. Now let's look at the latest construction data on the national and local level. I recently got a hold of some really solid local construction data from the Dodge Data and Analytics I'm going to start using in this series of podcasts and we'll be previewing in just a few minutes. First, let's look at the national data. We did see a bit of a slump in August according to Dodge Data and Construction. Total construction starts fell 9% in August to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of $782.8 billion according to Dodge. All three sectors lost ground during the month. Non-building starts were down 2%, residential starts were down 9%, and non-residential building starts fell 13%. According to Richard Branch, Dodge's chief economist, construction starts have hit a rough patch following the euphoria seen in the early stages of the recovery from the pandemic, he said in the press release. The Delta variant has raised concern that the fledgling economic recovery is stalling out, and it's undermining the already low level of demand for most types of non-residential buildings. Additionally, significant price increases for construction materials, logistic constraints, and labor shortages are making a challenging situation worse. Construction starts are likely to remain unsteady over the next few months. However, the dollar value of projects entering the planning stage continues to suggest that the recovery in construction starts should resume early in the next year. Dodge did show off a few big projects that broke ground in August, including an $800 million first phase of the Facebook's 
Eastmark Parkway Data Center in Mace, Arizona, a $400 million data center by Facebook in Springfield, Nebraska, the $350 million Pratt & Whitney Project Ranger Manufacturing Building in Nashville, North Carolina, a $615 million apartment complex in Winter Garden, Florida, the Flamingo Crossing Apartments, the $400 million 1018 West Peachtree Apartments in Atlanta, Georgia, the $374 million Victoria Place Gateway Tower in Honolulu, the $351 million Southern Expansion of the Kansas City Streetcar System, and the $300 million first phase of the Dunn's Bridge Solar Project in Wheatfield Township, Indiana. Let's take a look at some of the largest local markets when you take a look at them by total construction spending. Some of them, there's some uh, interesting mix of the really large population centers, like the New York, Northern New Jersey, and Long Island area, which checked in at, as the largest construction market right now, when measured by total building activity, over 26.1 billion. Follow, following that was the two Texas markets. You had Dallas coming in at over 19 billion, Houston coming over at 14 billion, and Phoenix coming in at 13 billion. We certainly talked a lot about Phoenix and, and particularly the amount of residential construction going on there. A residential construction account for quite a bit of the Phoenix activity there. Over $8.3 billion are projects year date through August 21 for Phoenix. Other MSAs in the top, top markets included the Los Angeles Long Beach market, the Atlanta Metro, Washington DC Metro, Boston, Austin, and Miami Fort Lauderdale. Austin's interesting because it's not only is one of the smaller markets when measured by population there, but it continues to be by a whole range of economic measures, one of the faster growing markets. And certainly the numbers here, even though they show some decline year to date in non-residential construction, it, the total amount of construction spending ranks it right up there with the big boys, you could say. Next, we're gonna look at non-residential construction. When we look at the non-residential construction market, you certainly right at the top of the list again is this New York Metro as we discussed uh, earlier. You've got Dallas in there at 7.1 billion dollars. That again that is the year to date through August. Uh, Boston comes in with 5.9 billion and there's an awful lot of uh, office constructions to, in in uh, Boston area that has really led to that. LA coming in over 5 billion dollars in construction. Houston slid down a bit from the list from the, it's the market made in the uh, total construction, but it still is over 5 billion dollars. Again, we have Phoenix at 4.7 billion in non-resi, Washington Metro coming in strong 4.1 billion. San Diego, again, a, a relatively small market population-wise compared to some of these other areas, and that's came in at almost, almost $3.8 billion in construction. Chicago at 3.7. Obviously, when you compare uh, San Diego and Chicago, Chicago just dwarfs it by population, but San Diego, very active, a lot of downtown construction going on there. Also saw that Philadelphia came in strong, as did Seattle with over $3 billion in non-residential construction projects year-to-date through August. Now let's take a look at the residential construction markets and who, who came in largest there. You've got New York with over $12.6 billion. Dallas also $12.1 billion. Houston came in at 9.6. We mentioned earlier about Phoenix and their large amount of construction. That was the 8.3 billion was big enough to rank them number four in total. Following Phoenix, you had the Los Angeles, Atlanta, Washington DC Metro, Boston, Austin, and Miami. We're laying out the top 10 list for tops and residential construction through August. That wraps up things today for today's podcast. Special thanks to the folks from Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2021. 
Please contact me if there's any other type of economic data you'd like us to cover in these podcasts. Our next presentation will be on Monday, October the 11th. Until then, be healthy, stay happy, and look forward to talking with you in two weeks.